Chapel Church of God in Christ, the podcast. Here is your host, Superintendent's Pastor, Renell McGraw, Jr. Hello, everyone. This is your boy, Ronnell J. McGraw, Jr. Hey, man, we thank God for God allowing us to see a day that was not promised to none of us. On today, I have one of my friends here, one of the brothers of Praise Chapel, Brother Kim Dunson. Hey, Pastor, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Well, thank you for volunteering your time and being here with us. Yes, and sir. And man, we had a great experience the other night. Oh, yes, and we man, did. And man, our Southwest District mm-hmm. just came out of their evening manor prayer shut-in. Yes, we did. It was Friday night from 11 p.m. to a 7 o'clock a.m. Yes, yes. Amen. And God really blessed us in prayer. Amen. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, for me, it was a powerful experience. Yes. As you know, Pastor, I love the Word. I'm, I'm all up into studying and meditating and applying, but my weakness is prayer. I don't know why, but that's my weakness uh-huh. and stuff like that. So for me to have that opportunity to pray for 30 minutes, yes, that was when, when First Lady said, uh, Brother Kim, we need you to pray for 30 minutes. I like 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. I, I didn't say that to her, but in my head, all, all kinds of craziness was going on, Pastor. Right. It was like 30 minutes, really? Me? Me. You got this. I know. that. We have faith in you. I didn't have faith in myself. <laughs> so, and, you know, it's not saying that I, I'm weak, but that's my area of weakness. And, you know, me personally believe... That everyone has a certain weakness, whether they want to admit it or not. Right, right. Like, you know, I can debate scripture. You know, I study. I'm studying Hebrew. I'm studying all this. But prayer, for me, that was a scary thing uh-huh. and stuff. But, and it was at 4.30 a.m. That was my time slot. Right. 4.30 Mm-hmm. So I'm up from 11, just contemplating in my head, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And I did a quick prayer to God. I said, Lord, you give me the words to say. And God said, you got this. Just relax. Amen. And that's what I did. And I prayed. And when I was praying, the times, it, it, it was like me being in a twilight zone. It seemed like time just stopped. Wow. And before I know it, it was 5 o'clock, 5.03. Uh-huh. I like I'm finished already. God took you to a different spiritual level. Yes, He did. And yes, once he you did. start praying, you got lost in the spirit. Yes, and that's actually all fears. It it was like you're dreaming because all fears went away. Mm-hmm. It was just you and God. I didn't see my room. I didn't see my wife. Right. None of that. It was just that conversation between me and God. It it was just like I'm talking to you right now. That's what it is. It's a communication. That's how we build relationship with God. Uh By spending time in prayer. Yes. As you know, I teach so hard on studying God's word, Mm -hmm. meditating on God's word, and applying God's word to build relationship Mm -hmm. with him. And I can see that your relationship is getting stronger Mm -hmm. and stronger in God. Ah, yes. You know, uh, what's weird about prayer, when I first started coming to church, Pastor, Uh you see all these people praying, and I'm like, oh, man, I can never pray like that. (laughs) Never and stuff like that, because I... And I think for a lot of new Christians, when they hear other people pray, they want to try to emulate them praying. Uh-huh. And what God revealed to me is not about emulating. It's about you just having that open conversation with me. Amen. Just like I'm having a conversation with you. Because I hear a lot of people you know, that I talk to say, oh, I don't know how to pray. 
I don't know how to pray. And I was one of those persons Mm -hmm. until I actually started praying. And it was just, you know, Lord, help me this morning. You know, I'm going to go through this. I need your help. I need your strength. And then it just slowly started coming natural. Yes. And things. So that's why when I was scared when First Lady asked me, but I wasn't going to say no, because that was an opportunity for me to grow stronger in my faith in Christ. I mean, that's why Philippians 4 and 6, let me read the scripture. Okay. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So we see here in this very scripture, we live and move in God through prayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything that we do is through prayer. Mm-hmm. Amen. I had to make my requests known to him, yeah. as I heard you done many times before. Mm-hmm. Amen. I will say, if you need your son saved, Make your request known. Mm-hmm. If you want your daughter saved, make your request known. If yes. you need more of him, let your request be made known unto him. And by praying, we're developing that relationship with mm-hmm. him. And since you have developed a prayer life, have you seen your relationship with God grown? Yes, I have seen my relationship grow. And one thing that was kind of unique because we was praying and we was interceding or praying for others, praying for the country, praying for COVID victims and things of like that. The enemy tried to attack me at 530. As soon as I got finished praying at 530, all this craziness started happening. And I was like, what is going on? Because I, and I've told you this many a times, but I was like the incredible hook back in the day. And stuff <laughs> before I met Christ and stuff like that. And so 530 came, 7 o'clock came, 8 o'clock, all kinds of craziness just broke out. But usually... I would be just like the Incredible Hulk. Uh-huh. You know, you done made me angry no. <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. But because I prayed and I know it's because I prayed, I was calm during the storm. Amen. And for me, that prayer made it calm for that day. Because all these situations came and I was cooking fish tacos. <laughs> and, you know, I like, Lord, you just help me with that. My wife, she made us these masks that said, not today, Satan. Uh-huh. And that's what I kept saying over, not today, Satan, not today, Satan. Because the Bible says no weapon will form against me shall prosper. Right. right. But it doesn't say that weapons won't come. Weapons going to come, like you said, but he's not going to allow to overtake you. Exactly. It's not going to prosper. Exactly. It's not going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And when you recognize the enemy trying to mess with your mind, mm-hmm. that's the time to ask God to help you. Yes. And Lord, help me not to get mad. Help me not to get angry. Mm-hmm. Help me not to react. Mm-hmm. Control my emotions. Control mm-hmm. my feelings. Yeah. Amen. And when we start to seek God, he begins to answer our prayer. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, and, you know, it's amazing because you, you know the struggles that I've been through. Amen. And all August 2017, I had a cerebral stroke. Yeah. And at that time, I didn't even know what a cerebral stroke was. I was wow. at work. Mm-hmm. And because I was obedient to my wife, who's a prayer warrior. Uh-huh. And so she she could pray, pray all over the time. I overcame that. Yes. And the thing that I remember about it most, my doctor said, you're blessed. Yes. He said, you are very blessed. Because the severity of that stroke, I should be in a wheelchair. Mm. J2 uh, being fed you know depends the whole nine but he said you are blessed because that severity should have took you out amen but God had different plans see God always works miracles yes he does he can do what 
medicine can't do. Yes, he can. Now, we thank God for doctors. You know, mm-hmm. we praise God for scientists. We thank God mm-hmm. for he gives them the wisdom how mm-hmm. to take care of us. But all the time when we find ourselves in a place when we begin to call on the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. we know yep. him as a healer, mm-hmm. don't we? Yes, we, we know do. him as a provider. It doesn't yep. matter what's going through. Our bodies, God uh-huh. is able to protect us. So I got yep. a witness out there, somebody. You sure do, Pastor, because, you know, outside the, the medical, in order to understand that God's a healer, you got to go through healing yes. and stuff like that. And God has been so grateful. I've been so grateful for God because I remember when I used to smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. and used to smoke, you know, cigarettes before church and try to hide them in the <laughs> you car. Mean you were smoke, smoking cigarettes. You were bringing cigarettes to the church, bro. I was bringing cigarettes to the church in the parking lot. What? Just smoking them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Had my cherry flavored tobacco. Had that in the pipe. Get a couple of drags before I go into church. Say what? Yeah. That was me, Pastor. I, I ain't no shame in my game. That was me. Uh-huh. But I remember I was saying, yeah, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. And so I called the 1-800-QUIT-SMOKING. They was going to send me a patch. Yeah. And I, had, I had my my lost day for doing it, okay. right? And it was supposed to be August 28th. But when I came to church that day, one of the brothers said, you already delivered from smoking. You just have to believe it. Already delivered, but you have to believe it. And when he said that, something, something just triggered. I guess it was the Holy Spirit in me or whatever. But I went home, yeah. and my wife can testify, and my daughter can testify to this. I have four new cartons of cigarettes, mm-hmm. and cigarette cartons are expensive. Yes. Garbage. Put them in the garbage. Had, had this ashtray outside, and you know when you're feeding for cigarettes, you just get a butt, try to take that tobacco out, make a new whole new cigarette, threw all that away. I had expensive pipes, threw all that away. Threw every single thing, swept outside. All that, and ain't never, ever had a taste since. Who took that taste out of your mouth? That was God. That was, was, God. It, was that a clinic you went to? Nope. Was it a patch you took? Nope. It you was mean, all God. It was God. Yep, and it's like with prayer. We have to believe to receive. Amen. Once we start believing, we'll start receiving. Because me personally, a lot of stuff happened when I just said, yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes. And stuff and started believing and walking by faith. Kind of like that Denzel Washington movie when he was blind. <laughs> okay. And stuff like that. And he knew the whole Bible. And his yes. job was to take that Bible. He was doing all this on faith. And he was blind yes, going sir. across the country. Yes, sir. And with us, we have to be that way sometimes. We got to walk by faith. We have to walk by and faith. And not by sight. And not by sight. Because our eyes are deceiving. Yes. You see it all the time on, on TV shows with David Copperfield and all these magicians doing slide of hand things. That's deceiving the eyes. And you're like, oh, wow. But that faith is not going to deceive it's you. It's not going to deceive you. So it's important for us to walk by that faith and by his word and things, especially in today's time. Because with all the craziness going on, it's easy to be seen by your eyes. You know, that's why the word reminds us. It says, without faith, mm-hmm. it is impossible to please God. Yep. But he is a rewarder mm-hmm. to them that diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. So your faith calls you to seek him. Yep. And when you begin to seek him, he took that taste out of your mouth. Yeah, he did. And, you know, I tell people all the time, it's a... People say, oh, it's hard to quit smoking. I say, yeah, but with God, it's not. Nothing's impossible with God. It's nothing and stuff like that, but we had to believe it to yes. receive it. Amen. Because once I started believing it, that blessing came down. And the good thing about that, I quit smoking before I had my stroke. That's right. But one thing my doctor told me, because I was like, you know, I was out there trying to lose weight, 
after walking with my wife and things, and he said, it's not what you're doing today. It's what you did 10 years ago. So you're telling me my sins mm-hmm. that I committed 10 years ago mm-hmm. could have an after effect years yeah, later. it can. So all the chemicals I put into my body. Yes, sir. That caused me to have a stroke later on in life. Yes, sir. And that's what happened to me. Yeah. And stuff like it. it because before. So even God forgave you. Yeah. We still being, have to deal with our previous yeah. lifestyle yeah you have to you have to deal with it yeah. and so i'm forgiven by christ and thank god i am and stuff like it. my life is better i'm getting stronger and stronger each day yeah but there was consequences for my actions because my drink was bacardi rum <laughs> i used to drink bacardi cavassier i was a drinker in the military and DJ now you're feeling the after effect yeah i'm feeling the after effect but god saved you how many years you've been saved now uh, ooh, a decade and a half, almost 15 years. So a years. decade after God has saved you, you're mm-hmm. dealing with previous sins in your body because mm-hmm. of the drinking, because of the yes, cigarettes. Sir. Yes, And you're sir. De- dealing with the sickness. Yes, So sir. it's not because God put this on you. Nope. Right? Nope. But right. now we believe God is able to heal you from it. Yes. And, and you're like still it. living from yes. a stroke. Yeah, from a stroke. And I so remember when you couldn't walk after yeah. that stroke. I remember mm-hmm. when you was on the cane. Yeah. I remember when you can hardly take too many steps. Mm-hmm. And I look at you now, you are a walking miracle. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And people don't believe it, but I'm a, a living witness. God is a miracle worker, even in today's day. But a lot of times in this walk, we don't have strong faith. Amen. And a part of that is because we don't study the word enough. Mm-hmm. We don't meditate and we don't apply don't it. Don't apply it. And so like it, just because I picked up the Bible, read once... One verse and said, oh, I read the Bible today and put it back on the shelf. Right. And don't take it off until Wednesday or Sunday. Amen. That ain't studying, meditating the Word. But, you know, prayer, you know, and studying is a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You think about this virtual prayer where this came out of the Southwest District. Mm -hmm. Amen. Lady McGraw, amen, came to me and said, let's do this with the district. Mm -hmm. I said, yes. But it was a sacrifice because of the time. Yes. Who prays from 11 p.m. at night to 7 o'clock in the morning? You know, that, that, mm-hmm. that's sleeping time. Yes, it is. But the Saints, we have over 20 plus people on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And we did a lot of streaming on Facebook Live with this. Mm-hmm. People are on there mm-hmm. praying and mm-hmm. crying out to God, presenting mm-hmm. their body and living sacrifice. Amen. Because your Amen. body's saying sleep, but we kept on praying. Yeah. And it's something when you begin to sacrifice yourself for God, God mm-hmm. begins to bless you. Yes, he does. So I got a witness out there. Yes, you do, Pastor. Amen. And you know what's cool about it? Because I know a lot of people with the with the COVID nineteen, a lot of churches are closed and things of that. Amen. But what I realized, and God told me, He said, "I'm the church. That's right. The church is a building." Mm-hmm. But when we did virtual prayer, that, that was awesome. That was from my house, and you was at your house, and all the other people from their house. Twenty plus houses. Twenty plus houses, not in a church. Not counting the ones that was Facebook living. Exactly. So that's telling me we still can worship God. And we was praying. And pray. Yeah. Without ceasing. Yeah. From 7 to 11. And 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. And blessings are occurring. Amen. And so I feel better, you know, that day, you know, I was attacked, but it didn't phase me. It's kind of like a storm, a hurricane. Right. Hurricane, devastating forces. But in the middle of that hurricane, it's calm. It's like when Jesus was sleeping on the boat. Right. And the the waves was rocking and the disciples was freaking out. Exactly. And Jesus was asleep. He was calm. Because he knew what prayer and fasting does and faith. Amen. That's the same self. So what we what I seen doing this virtual Zoom prayer yes. uh-huh. was all different prayers going up. Yeah. And we see here that we ought to pray about everything. 
Yes, every And when day. we came together, we was connecting to every prayer. Yes, we were. Amen. We wasn't praying this, but we was connecting who was leading that prayer. Mm-hmm. We was praying in our various homes mm-hmm. and, and believing by faith that these prayers are going to be. Yes. And we just don't pray, amen, doing that, but we pray all day long. Yes. As we walk throughout our day. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Brother Kim, but when I'm walking throughout my day and I'm moving through my daily affairs, I pray. Yeah, you have to. I said, Lord, give me strength. Mm-hmm. You know what, Pastor? Sometimes I even pray on what to wear. <laughs> Amen. I said, because you can't go wrong with prayer. And Amen. it's just building that communication. It's kind of like uh, I know you and First Lady said all the time. When y'all was dating, uh-huh. she said that you talked all the time. You wanted to get to know every single thing about her. I want to know what I was getting into. Exactly. And the same thing with the Bible. When we open up the Bible, that's learning everything about God. And see, when people... Amen. Don't spend time in the Word of God. Right. They don't spend time in, in praying. Mm-hmm. They really can't talk about the Word. Amen. Nope. They talk about somebody else's experience. Mm-hmm. That's why I needed to experience the Word for myself. Yes. The Bible declared, "You shall receive uh, the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. and, and you shall have power after the Holy Ghost have came upon you." Mm-hmm. How can you testify about the Holy Spirit if you not receive it? Exactly. So people say about something, they talk mm-hmm, about it, mm-hmm. but they have not received the gift of the Holy Ghost. They mm-hmm. can't testify about nope. the Holy Ghost being a keeper. Nope. That that's why so it's passive. so imperative to seek yeah. after the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's important to seek. Is And like, it, it can't be a Sunday, Wednesday thing. It has to be a... a Sunday, Wednesday thing? You mean on Bible study only and Sunday worship only? Yeah. You can't just open up your... Your Bible study book on Sunday morning. Uh huh. Okay, what are we talking about? No, it, it, it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Like for new believers, I said what I would say is take it slow. It's kind of like the thirty day challenge, and I challenge y'all out there for thirty days. Get into that word, right? And just start with praying in the morning, like good morning. The prayer is in us because remember growing up that. That prayer people was taught, and I don't know where it came from. Now lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep. Amen. Every child still knows that. Amen. And, you know, that's a form of prayer. But let's take it to the next level. Just thank you, Jesus. Right now, we just say thank you, Lord. Because for us waking up, that's a miracle. That's a blessing. Amen. That's a like miracle. That. Amen. Yes, it is. You know, so we, we agree. We mm-hmm. pray at all times. Mm-hmm. It's also important to set a time devotion and worship. Yes, yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Just like we said at that direct time during our Southwest District virtual prayer, mm-hmm. we said at that time of 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. But in our personal lives, mm-hmm. I find for myself, right. I got to set up a time for prayer mm-hmm. and a time for worship. Mm-hmm. Amen. Just like you watch your certain TV show at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We should do the same time for our study time yeah. and our prayer time mm-hmm. to develop a closer relationship with God. That is so important. You know, you know I agree with you, Pastor, because you just said something, a relationship. I can't study for my wife. I can't study for my kids. They're going to have to want that. Right. Because it's not a Brother Kim pass, so you party or four? No. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But by me leading the example, they see me studying. They see me praying in, in a dedicated time. That encourages them to do it. Amen. So as the male of my household, I have to lead the way with doing that. Right. Because if I'm not doing it and I'm telling my wife, oh, you need to pray. Kimmy, come over here. You need to pray. But they don't see me doing it. I'm a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're telling me as a man. Right. 
We should be the one being found praying at home. Yes. yes. Leading our children to prayer. Yes. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Having our spouses and our kids come together mm-hmm. in prayer. Yes. It doesn't make you weaker. It makes you stronger as a male. Amen. And that because Amen. as males, especially in today's day and age, we have to be humble. We have to have patience. Mm-hmm. And if we can't be humble and patient, this world will eat us up. Right. That's why we have to petition in our prayer. We have yes. to struggle in our prayer. Yes. You know, when you're struggling in prayer, that means that you're you're just out there crying out to God. You're laying mm-hmm. out your face to God. You don't care there. who's listening to you. Nope. You're just putting your petitions out there. Mm-hmm. You're struggling in prayer. When facing times of deep, intense need, you're mm-hmm. just praying and saying, mm-hmm. Lord, I need you. Yes. Lord, you know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we got to cry out to God in prayer. Right. Not no cute prayer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just get crying and, mm-hmm. and magnifying God and don't care who's yep. listening to you. If I, I've been in the church before uh, <laughs> this pandemic happened, crying, and I didn't even care. Walling around and in my jeans, shirt all wrinkly. I, I really didn't care, except because I, I was giving it to God. This time. But, and it takes it. takes it. Once you start praying to God, all this hatred or whatever it is that's in your heart and stuff, it just mysteriously goes away. Amen. And stuff like that, because a hardened heart, it starts growing roots in you, and then you just evil all the time, and no one can talk to you. <laughs> and you be like, dang it, nobody want to be around me. Because like God, that. God got to remove that stony heart. Yeah, have to make it to the heart of flesh, Amen. Yes. For you can yes. have compassion mm-hmm. for other people, mm-hmm. showing empathy to mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. And many think about this before we develop a relationship with God. We were kind of hard. Yeah, you know, you're hard, and now mm-hmm. you got a soft heart, mm-hmm. and man, you're more concerned about people because mm-hmm. prayer has a way of removing that stony heart. You know, that reminds me <laughs> when uh, I first came here, huh. and stuff like that, and I had the long locks yeah. and stuff like that. I was, I was looking. Suspect uh-huh. and stuff, and people say, "Oh, you're just a big teddy bear now." And so you couldn't say that about ten years yeah, well, ago. I think I think you was trying to act like you was hard, but you always <laughs> was a nice man. Yeah, you was trying to come off, but you always was a nice man. I, I need to God you know, to reveal that to me. Amen. And stuff. So, Amen. Yeah, you know, God is just truly good, and prayer is exciting because a lot of times. I see it on Facebook, social media all the time. Oh, I don't got no one to talk to. If you're my friend, click a like <laughs> or whatever like that. Yeah. You don't have to wait for a click to, with God. God is there. Yeah. He is right there. Yes. But he's just waiting on us. Amen. It's kind of like our kids. They, the kids want something, but they don't ask. We know what they want. Right. But we... I'm saying I'm gonna wait till they ask. You know, you know, God is always there for us. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and it's so funny that you know we sometimes forget when mm-hmm. we was down or we mm-hmm. was depressed mm-hmm. how God changed our hearts yes. to remove that depression, yes. mm-hmm. remove that tiredness out of us, that weariness mm-hmm. out of us, mm-hmm. and when we begin to cry out to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. He began to bless us. Mm-hmm. That's why we offer thanksgiving to him all day long. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Brother Kim, but I said, Lord, I thank you for waking me up. Yes. I thank you for food on my table. Yes. I thank you for a roof over mm-hmm. my head. I thank you for shoes on my feet. Yep. I thank you for making ways out of nowhere. I don't to. just ask, but I just begin to thank yeah. I'm beginning to thank him for mm-hmm. everything because he's such a blessing. And he yeah. says what? He continues to bless us. And you know, you, you said something, because I used to deal with depression, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Just mark right here on my wrist yeah. as you see I was a cutter mm-hmm. and I cut from my thumb all the way down there and the paramedics when they found me he said you were serious because you did it right wow and things like that because I dealt with depression and suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for Jesus I don't know where I would be at Amen. and you know 
it goes to believe and receive, and just like with the cigarettes. Yes. One day it's just, bam, yeah. no suicidal thoughts, no wanting to cut myself, just gone. So he answered your prayer immediately. Yeah. It didn't take him a week to answer your prayer. He didn't nope. take him a week to change you. Nope. You know, that's why it's so imperative that we be very pacific mm-hmm. to our request to yes. God. Very pacific. Yes. Yes. I mean, if I had a problem with this, then Lord, I need you to take this away from mm-hmm. me. I need mm-hmm. you to take this away from me. Or mm-hmm. Lord, I need you to take this away from me. Mm-hmm. And we got to be very pacific. Like you said, a mm-hmm. kid already knows, mm-hmm. and you may know what your child needs, mm-hmm. but you want him to ask. Yep. And God is the same way. He mm-hmm. wants us to be very pacific mm-hmm. and ask. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, amen. Ask, you know, for help. We must pray always. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Luke 18 and 1 says this. I love this scripture. Okay. And he spoke a parable unto them to this end, mm-hmm. that men ought to always pray mm-hmm. and not to faint. Yeah. Always pray. Mm-hmm. And I like to say not to give up. Yeah. Men. Mm-hmm. You know, and you think about this, if men would pray. Right. And we could get a bunch of men they just pray yeah. and to humble themselves mm-hmm. under the mighty hand of God. Yeah. God would just bless them. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's so true because there's a stereotype that women are prayers. Women can pray. My wife, she can pray. Amen. You know, first lady is a prayer warrior. But men, like you said, it's time for us to start praying as well. That's right. Because if men get together and start praying, and the women, they're already there. They're but already doing it. men do it. Yes. Ooh. Man, it's powerful. Yeah. When you see a bunch of men crying out to God, a mm-hmm. bunch of men are taking over their homes with prayer. Mm-hmm. And man, you don't got to wait till the church doors open, but just begin to become the priest mm-hmm. over your own home mm-hmm. and begin to pray over your family. Mm-hmm. Things yeah. begins to change yeah. and the atmosphere in your home begins to change yeah. as a man yeah. because they're seeing you crying out to God. Right. They're seeing you leading them to prayer. Mm-hmm. They see you opening up that word mm-hmm. and you begin to influence your sons mm-hmm. that men do pray. Yeah. And that's the powerful thing, because men praying, and if you read the Bible, it was a lot of men praying. Powerful men in the Bible who prayed. Elijah. Amen. It's powerful, powerful. Powerful prayer. And he was a prayer. So if these men can pray. Amen. And get closer to God. I can do the same thing. One thing I found out when I had peace with God and mm-hmm. my relationship became stronger with God, uh-huh. I began to know that he is my provider. Yeah. I don't, you know, I have to have peace with God to realize he's a provider. Yeah. You know, and, he, and he's a deliverer. Mm-hmm. And he gives me strength. Mm-hmm. He sustains me. He's my mm-hmm. savior. Mm-hmm. Because now I have peace with God. I have yeah. developed a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, and I look at you now. Mm-hmm. You know that he's your provider. Yeah. You know that he's your sustainer, that yep. he's your strength. Why? Because you continue in prayer. Yeah. What a testimony. Yeah, because without prayer, I don't even think I would be here right now, to be honest. Amen. Without prayer, because with that prayer, even though, you know, when I was asked to pray for 30 minutes straight, and I kind of like, hmm, I know the prayer, and that was God telling me, you're you're close to me, but I want you closer. Amen. And things of that, you know. I you know pray throughout the day, but I call it the five minute quick prayer. Five minute quick prayer and stuff like that. You know, like the microwave microwavable prayers, uh-huh. and that's what I was doing. Amen. But God was seeing that, and ain't nothing wrong with it. To me, ain't nothing wrong with that. But He wants that deeper prayer. He yeah. wants He wants the original prayer because I, I I'm a you know, as you know I'm a chef. Yes. And stuff like that. He wants that slow roasted pulled pork <laughs> that takes eighteen hours to cook. Uh-huh. And you know how when you cook that pulled pork, 
you wrap it and you massage it and you make sure, and you, you treat it like a baby. Yeah. And once you have it in that oven, you 18 hours, you checking on it, making sure everything's going right. That's how our prayer life got to be. Amen. And stuff Amen. like that. It, it got to be treated like it because processed food ain't good for you. So those. You testifying? Are you testifying? I'm testifying. <laughs> processed food ain't good for you. Microwavable prayers is not good for you. Okay. It, it, it might, it might be. Quench your thirst for a little bit, yes, sir. But it, it ain't where it's at because when when you, when you go to a barbecue and they like, ooh, what's that smell? Oh, that's that that's that pulled pork been cooking for eighteen hours. That people are like, ooh, yeah, eighteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how we should be with our prayers and stuff Amen. like that. Like Amen. with the virtual, tra- how long from seven to eleven? From what eleven to seven? Ooh, yeah, I'm there. That's wow. how it should be because it's that it's that slow roasted prayer. It's not that microwavable prayer. Right. And stuff like that. Microwavable prayer is like Pepsi. You, what? Yeah, you, you drink it, ah, it quenches your thirst, but it doesn't fulfill your needs. And it's nothing like water. Yeah, water, because on a hot day like it's been, you get you some nice, good old cold water, you ain't thinking about no soda, because when you drink soda and stuff, it's okay, it quenches your thirst, but then you get like... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you want some water and stuff right. like that. And when you drink water, it's like, ah, ooh, that was good. So, so you're telling me prayer works. Prayer works. I'm if, if I spend some time that. in prayer. If, if and that's the key word, you got to be willing to spend time and expect results. Amen. And stuff like that. You Amen. just can't pray all, uh, I need a job. Lord help me. Well, well, doesn't the Bible says faith without works is dead? So yep. without my faith praying, I got to go get the job. I got to go exactly. apply for the job. Exactly. Amen. If I want a better life, I got to apply myself. Exactly. So my faith has to work. Mm-hmm. Amen. As I pray and begin to move and believe that God is going to open these mm-hmm. doors for me. Yep. I just can't sit back and say, "Y'all follow me." Yep. I got to like go out and do something. Get mm-hmm. a better education. Right, apply myself and pray mm-hmm. and prepare myself mentally to go to the next level. Amen. Amen. It's like uh, one of my favorite uh, gospel artists, Bishop Neil Robinson. He has a sign that says, You got to believe it, receive it. It's on the way. It's on the way. But if we don't believe, we can't receive, and it's not on the way. And, Brother Kim, I thank you for this time. Well, thank you, Pastor. I, I enjoyed myself today. I appreciate y'all. This is your boy, Ronnie L.J. McGraw II. Amen. Amen. And I have enjoyed my time with Brother Kim. Yes, sir. Amen. And we have enjoyed ourselves talking about prayer. Let me tell you all, we had a great time in our Zoom virtual yes, Southwest yes, District yes. Evening Man of Prayer. I mean, prayer, prayer, prayer all night long. And souls was being blessed. And Amen. people are still talking about this great prayer. Amen. I encourage you. I encourage you all to develop a personal prayer life. Yes. Develop a personal prayer life. Mm-hmm. Amen. And believe God is going to answer your prayer. Amen. Amen. I always got to end it with prayer. So let's bow our ears and, and, and ask God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this time. I thank you for everyone that came in today and listened to us talk about prayer. I pray, oh God, that you would give us both strength, oh God, that we may stand against the wiles of the enemy. That your word, our mouths, give us what to say and how to say it. And Father God, we say this prayer in Jesus' name, and we're saying amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you.